On this episode of the AIE Podcast. Welcome to Black Rock Foundry. AIE's 8th anniversary is coming! Looking for more Nerf orders. STO wants to give you an anniversary gift. And we are joined by Link Ferris. Yes, that guy. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. All right, so welcome to episode 224 of the podcast celebrating the Aliyah Ayakta-esque gaming community. This is Tetsumi, and I'm saying whatever McCullough wrote for me. With me, as always, is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you are awesome. And right over there, we have McCullough. Hey, guys, there are some chai latte cupcakes in the Guild Kitchen. Dibs. This week, we are joined by special guest Lank Theris, who is here to talk to us about AIE in the world of Warcraft. Welcome. Hello, everyone. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. I even That's showered. Ooh, oh, you're saying it must be a special occasion. Ludra, what have you been up to in game? What I've been up to is okay, okay, okay. So check this out. I have been up to all the things because I found a new game to dig in dirt in. But apparently, Ooh. okay. So I finally got my Lotro account back, right? Yay, mm-hmm. Lotro! And so I'm in there and I'm like, wow, my computer's so great now because it's a wonderful doghouse system that everything's not all brown, which is a real problem I have with that game. Is just everything was this new shade of brown. And that's just not cool. So I'm playing it, and I look, and I'm like, what are my professions anyway? Because I've got a level 11 character. And and first off, my level 11 character happens to be a lore master. And for those of you who know nothing about Lord of the Rings, I managed to zero in without knowing on the pet collecting class. Well, naturally, you gear towards that just by default. Yeah, but I didn't know it was the pet collecting class. <laughs> like... But, yeah, there's all these variations on animal friends you can have and stuff. And so I logged in. It's been so long. The game's like, hey, you sure you don't want to do the tutorial again? Just because it's been, like, several years. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm cool. And then I'm like, wait, they changed so much. I might have, well, has it might have been smarter to re-roll, but I'm not helping that hobbit with his dating life again. Just no. Well, why not? It's not. It, because I've done it four times, and it's just not happening again. The so I need a date. Yeah, yeah, but she's a pain in the butt who who wants him to get rid of his dog, and so he dumps her, and that's brilliant. But seriously, they live 20 feet away, and you are ferrying messages for, like, 40 minutes to them. Right. So, anyways, I go and I look at my professions going, what are my professions? I bet I picked something cool, or maybe I didn't, but hey, either way. I picked farmer, which is the equivalent of digging in dirt. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm just like, oh my god, I am so stereotypically Eludra in this game. So whatever, my name's Eludra. I'm in the game. I'm trying to get in the guild. That's all good. I'm also playing a lot of, um, did I just tell you guys the Civ story on the show? Yes, that you got the game after writing them the note. Yes, yes, I wrote them a fan letter, and they sent me a copy, two copies of the game for me and my son. So we've been playing that game, like, for crazy much. 
We haven't played that game crazy much, which is super fun. And then I've been shooting things in Borderlands and then raiding, but I'll leave that to you guys because you tell the start the raid story so much better. Oh. <laughs> it's a positive story. And yeah. So I I've been I've been busy with games and stuff and it's just been a real blast, you know. Blast from the past, blast of the future with Beyond Earth and Borderlands 2 the pre-sequel. So yeah. That's what I've been up to. What about you, Michaela? Well, rating was a blast on Thursday. Um, <laughs> we banged our head against heroic Cargath for an hour and nothing went right. We found new ways to wipe. Um, really yeah, yeah, which is really, really weird for our raid team. We all love each other so much, and we were like, it was a bad night. It was a bad, bad night. Um, we pulled it together, though. Um, we decided, you know what? Our head's not in the game. Let's get out of that. And we just went and did regular Cargath and Butcher. Much more successful. Um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you like that. Um, that was the extent of my wow time because, well, um, two members of our raid team are um, very, very pregnant. And um, I had a baby shower to throw. So yeah, I kind of busy, I'm, busy I'm so I wanted to go so much. No, we know, but you know that happens. Don't worry about it. So yeah, um, Alec has and Leontine. Um, Alec has is one of our AIE officers. Leontine has been member of AIE forever. Um, they're due in five weeks, so we actually uh, threw Miss Aria Rose a baby shower this weekend. That's the baby, guys. That's the baby. Um, so that was kind of my, my week and week, but yeah, rating was a blast. Hopefully we're going to be able to pull, pull together tonight because I think after Thursday we need to have some fun. Yeah, I, I think tonight it's going to be a much more positive night myself because, you know, we, we got the bad one out of the way. Right. So we, we got this, we got this. So Ted, what have you been doing in game? Fishing. No, seriously, I... For some reason, my OCD kicked in and went, so wait a minute, there's seven achievements plus an eighth Play. one if you go pick up all these enormous fish. Yeah, I've been doing that too. So I got it all done. You got, got it all done? Cool. I only have three got, left. Yeah. What I was doing was I was doing, I'd pick up the fishing daily. And it'd say, go get me Jawless Skulkers. And then I would just go in there, use the Jawless Skulker bait, and I would fish for five minutes. Even if I got more than enough, I, you know, what I needed for the quest, I would just do that. And generally, I'd add like 10 to 15, maybe 20 of the enormous a day. And then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, four of these are at 60 plus. I can knock those out. Oh, this one's only at 40 plus and kept going it. So, um yeah, I knocked that out. So now I'm on the quest from Nat before he becomes a follower to uh, you have to go fish up giant lunkers from each of the zones in in uh, um, why did I forget the expansion name in Warlords in, in the you know so you have to go to Nagrand, you have to go to Frostfire, Shadowmoon Valley, and all that and fish it up. And it takes about thirty thirty five casts per lunker, and then you get it and you move on. So that's where I'm at. That's honestly, besides raiding, what I focused on. Um, mm -hmm. Raiding, raiding. We had a rough night. We put it behind us. We'll knock out Tectus, Twin Ogron, and Brackenspore tonight, and hopefully get some shots Ooh, on Korgath. Fun. So, 
That's what I've been up to. Lank, what have you been up to in or out of game? In or out of game? Lots of crazy things. Some of the things I'll go ahead and touch on when I'm talking later on in the show. But uh, some of you might have heard that the big, big story is that uh, so I have signed on a little dotted line, gave them my monies, and I'm going to be going. And Seoul. And I'll be going to grad school. Yay, Yay! grad school! That's both Everybody do the Kermit Muppet! Yay! So so that is good and bad, which of course will have some major impact on how I play video games in general, so we'll get to Mm -hmm. that later. Um, That and I've been losing sleep with the rest of the other guys at, at the uh, Cap Stable podcast, just doing a bunch of crazy, ridiculous interviews for this other little video game that we play called Eve. But I digress. That's other, another show. Uh, and that and just um, some family stuff. And, I'll, again, I'll get into that later. So it's been kind of a mixed bag of good, bad, and Lank really needs an awful lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. I, 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 sh- I, I, I was supposed to be on last week, but I got a little sick. Um, uh, as you can tell, it's it's raining cough drops because evidently I've been eating nothing but cough drops for the past couple of weeks. So, yeah. But I'm better now, evidently. Yay, better! Though so I am still like – I was showing the, them before we started the, the, uh, the show uh, my epic like, cup of tea, which now is never, ever Ooh. empty, sucking down tea, and I'm like three quarts empty. But, yeah. When you're when you're busy talking about the news, I think I might be getting a refill. Good idea. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking with Lang shortly about what he is bringing to the table for AIE and Well. But first, let's cover this week's news. AIE news. BlackRock. Oh wow, I can't speak. BlackRock Foundry, Normal and Heroic, in the world boss Rum Rumpkmar. Rukmar became, became available this past week in WoW. Also for Black Rock, Rock Foundry, this week uh, on Tuesday, Mythic Difficulty will become available. And lead game designer Ian Hazatoskas, I'm so glad how to pronounce that, took to the forums to better explain Blizzard's philosophy on Black Rock Foundry's difficulty tuning. If you've been raiding this week, you probably know it's a little hard, harder to progress than High Mall was at the beginning. According to Watcher, BlackRock Foundry is not meant to make Highmall immediately obsolete. They still expect you to progress through Highmall before you can realistically tackle BlackRock Foundry in normal mode. Normal mode Highmall has an ex- expectation of players coming in with heroic dungeon gear, but BlackRock Foundry is tuned for players in full raid gear, including a few... Um, Easy bosses. Later bosses are going to be tuned with more player level in mind. An additional wow news, Blizzard has has announced their Q4 2014 earnings call and announced that wow is still holding stable at 10,000 million subscribers as of the end of 2014. This is the same as the mid-November announcement that occurred just uh, post the expansion coming out. Awesome. Glad to know that they're hanging in with the numbers. Sorry to hear it's 10,000. Jeez. 10,000. I know. Wow. Wow. I think, I think Rift has more players than that. Okay. So numbers are hard. They are hard. They're so difficult. 
In case you haven't noticed, Love is in the Air is going on right now through February 16th. This is WOW's annual Valentine's Day event, and it's in full swing. The Love is in the Air event offers a variety of rewards, including two mounts, two pets, including a new one this year, and many achievements, one of which is totally impossible unless you have a bunch of really cool friends who want to stand around for and shoot lasers at you for a while. Icy Veins has a great guide on how to get you through everything you need to complete the event. So does Wowhead. But we have the Icy Veins one linked in the show notes, so that one gets top billing. All right, so also, if you are a craft fair staff member or are interested in the craft fair at all, there's a meeting going on at February 13th at 10 p.m. server. And if you would like to help, out. Heather, you can't edit while I'm reading it out loud. Your name pops up. It blocks the whole sentence above it. <laughs> and if you would like to help out with the craft fair, whisper the mistress of the fair, Cyrene, in-game, or DM her on forums. Forums, folks. Go. Use the forums. Totally. AIE's official 8th anniversary is February 15th, and plans are underway to celebrate this momentous occasion. Not only are we planning to have some huge guests for the show next Sunday, but the AIE officers and guildies are busy planning events for the celebration. Nevermore has a meet-and-greet planned for Saturday the 14th from noon to 2 server. Come celebrate AIE's anniversary in Mumble and learn more about the guild and your fellow guildies. Sparrow is leading a PvP event. The plan is to assault Ashron with the might, fury, and humor seldom seen on the field of battle. A raid group a raid group will be started at 2 p.m. server. Other groups can be started as needed. And we will run the road, the events, and any rares that pop up in Ashran. This is the perfect opportunity to jump in and get your blade bloodied for the first time. If you're a longtime pro, this will be a great time for you as well. You can share your knowledge and expertise. Please remember to show your AIE pride and sport a guild tabard. Feel free to drop guild banners as we go. And remember, this is an all-ages event. Please keep mumble. Please keep mumble to all-ages appropriate. We will be representing our guild, so play nice with the other horde kids in the playground. No need to sign up for the fun PvP event. Just join AIE LFG looking for group, and send a message the day of the event. Hop into Mumble and ask for an invite or whisper Sparrowhawk during the event. There's a forum post indicating what else we are doing during the event. Use the forums. If you have an idea for the event, any AIE member can start one as long as there is no in-game money involved, in or out of game, and there's no need to ask for approval from the officers. That's right. You don't need the officer's approval. Well, maybe a little, but not to plan events. And in EVE, Operation Frostbite is a go. I repeat, Operation Frostbite is a go. EVE is currently in the middle of a huge mining operation. They had one last weekend and have another uh, plans for another one on Valentine's weekend, February 14th and 15th. Woohoo! Uh... So the 14th might be busy, so they may want to think, rethink that just a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> they can they can work on this. They can uh, put that time on their spreadsheet for their their mining operation. They're yeah, they can set it up to go, and then maybe go I totally out. imagine everybody has to clock in during these events and stuff. 
Oh God. Oh, oh. Oh. Excuse me, sir. Have you brought in your pension time clock? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lang, oh. we didn't get your time card this week. We need oh. to know that you helped enough. We can't with the pay event. your ISK. Oh. <laughs> you get paid in Eve? Well, I'm doing something wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't get paid anywhere. <laughs> All right. Poor so. Link. On to a different galaxy that's much, much further away. Nerf Herders is a public side 4816 man forming for some weekly shenanigans, the best word ever, at 8 server on Tuesday, Thursdays, not Tuesdays, Thursdays, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday in Swotor. If you are interested, hit up Growly Didge up on the forums. Okay. And speaking of Swotor, did you know that Max and Sema have. Sema, 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 either way, have their own podcast. In episode 76 of the Escape podcast, um, Sema, Max, and Astromech Epic 76 talk about daily missions on Rishi and Yavin, the rewards, and how to compare to the other current daily, how they compare to the other current dailies in the game. I wish I could find my glasses. They also covered the news for this week in SWOTOR in general, and of course in AIE, because they're wonderful people and love the guild. Listen to the Escape podcast. We have links. And for The Secret World... A new state of the game for February is out. News includes a revamp, so the game is not as overwhelming for new players, a Valentine's Day event, changes to fast travel, and news about issue number 11, which will have us running up the floors of the Orochi Tower. And Star Trek Online is celebrating its fifth anniversary, and Rado was kind enough to post a fabulous infographic including voice actors how many tribbles we've actually had trouble with which is by the way six million fleets in service and all the game's milestones since 2010 and to mark the mark the occasion additionally uh the game has added two additions to the anniversary content that will run from january 29th to february 26th of 2015 be sure to log in and grab the goodies They'll, they'll be giving away for the day, for the uh, anniversary. And remember, that's logging in daily if you can. So log in all the days, guys. All the right. days. Okay, yeah. It, it ended differently on the notes, and so I didn't know it was oh, my sorry. cue. <laughs> all right, so do you want to jump into Final Fantasy, the game where you can die mounts? Get cool outfits and be a rainbow magical kitty girl? Of course you do. And don't forget, there is refer a friend. Yes. Recruit your friends. Refer the friends. Doesn't matter. We got links. So head on over. Recruit your friends. Be a magical kitty girl because they are the Mm. best. And finally, the Imperium Ludi has a lot of great info on the forums, including a list of battle tags for Heroes of the Storm closed beta, information on where to find AIE in Planet Side 2, which you want to do since our friends are wandering that way starting Monday, February 9th, and considering leaving on the 15th. I mean, do the Nomads ever really leave a game? No, they do. They give a lot of involvement. They definitely are going to stick around a little longer than that, but that's the uh, ongoing theory right now. Yeah. So Planet Size 2 is a first-person shooter and uh, looks like it 
said free to play a second ago. You guys really can't edit while yep. I'm reading. Your names block everything. That's the fun. <laughs> All right. So, there we go. All right. And with that, let's get back to Lank. So, Lank, what what is going on with AIE in WoW? So, so many things that unfortunately have been kind of in and out. So, I only have a incomplete picture. But um, the, the big story is that we're getting to our eighth year anniversary. Eight years is a long time for any game. Uh, eight years is a long time for any game and community. Put them together and it's like, wow. So I have no idea what's going to happen, unfortunately. Uh, <clears throat> I know that there's been a couple of events planned. I will go do, do my research and find out more exactly and, and start tweeting the world about what's going on. But uh, I could usually fall into an old, old you know, old whereas it was story, but I'm not going to necessarily go there. But um, I will tell you what I've been doing kind of in WoW and in and out of WoW and what the future of WoW is going to look like because I have a pre-announcement of announcement. So, so Ooh. yeah. Ooh. So, so uh, you all know that uh, besides WoW and I sometimes even breathe, breathe WoW, um, I had been playing an awful lot at the ending of the year and a little bit in the beginning of the year. But, of course, I, I stopped for various reasons. One of them being is that we've had a kind of a couple of strings of, like, family health emergencies that we've been taking care of. Um, my, my wife got a little bit of a, of a shot across the bow that had us really, really worried. So there went all my wild time with that. Uh, luckily, uh, most of this test has come out negative, which is great. We're just waiting on one more, and it looks all good. So because we were really worried there. Um, besides that, there's also like some issues with like my grandma uh, getting sick as well, but now she's better as well. Uh, the other really big, big news is that, well, as like I mentioned before, I'm in grad school. This is going to greatly affect how much time I got to play any game. So uh, we're going to start laying down the, the mission, start laying out some of the foundations to make sure that WoW, and at least AIE and WoW, is well taken care of in the future uh, in case the opportunity or the need comes up for me to altogether kind of take a back seat or step back from WoW because I can't, that you know, that you know, the, the wow down that uh, well the guild down that way so want to make sure certain things are in order to make sure that everything is as seamless and as well oiled as possible. Wow! Uh, for, so that is the reality. Welcome to real life. Real life always takes precedence over everything. Um, mm-hmm. So unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, but uh, or fortunately, you know, but it's not like I'm going to go anywhere. I mean, I've been with you guys for so long and for such a long time. It's almost impossible to me to actually extricate myself from AIE because what so much of that I am and what I've done and what I've been doing recently online has so much, you know, with, um, is basically based because of AIE. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm actually going into grad school is because, well, the experience I've had in the guild and just generally what I generally like to do online with people. So there is that. But in the meantime, in the real world, I've been playing real life WoW Evangelist. And I've been going to a lot of, a little spare time I do have, been going to a lot of WoW and gaming meetups in the, around the neighborhood, in the area. And uh, I've had an interesting thing. You are all aware of the um, the documentary that came out after BlizzCon. Uh, which during I had a, BlizzCon? Well, during BlizzCon. And uh, the small part I had in that. So this has had an interesting effect with me 
professionally in mm-hmm. that, um, as many of you may not know, I work with in an industry where I work with um, working currently working with moderate to severely autistic children. And, you know, the staff there are, you know, into a lot into a little video games and, and trying to, to, to promote and foster um, the development and growth of these uh, of these these individual children who may not have quite the um, the tools they require to, to properly integrate themselves in, in society. So shortly, actually a, a few hours after BlizzCon, uh, I was at home and I got several phone calls from people at work. And for a good dozen, dozen of these phone calls were saying, dude, why are you on my TV? I'm like, what? Why I I am I am watching this live stream. Why are you on my giant seventy inch plasma plasma? Can they uh, not read the bottom? It's a giant seventy inch TV. It should have said on the bottom why you were on the TV. Guild leader of Aaliyah Octaves. Exactly. And 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 they're like, that's your guild. Yeah, that's my guild. You know Scott Johnson? Goes yes. You're an AIE. Goes. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, do it kind of M A I E. Don't mean to brag, so, so, but so I, I had mentioned it early on when I first started working there that I kind of sort of played this silly game named Wow. Oh, okay, no big deal. And uh, <clears throat> when I showed up to work um, a week later, I had everyone at work lined up in front and applauding. Oh my gosh weirdest thing ever. I'm like looking mm-hmm. around going, what the hell's going on? Oh, and, you loved it. Well, <laughs> Attention. Well, so I then spent almost now a month and a half talking with various like people at work and actually kids, children who actually attend the school who actually do play WoW and just kind of talking about their experiences, what WoW has led to, meant to them, how it's been you know, helping them integrate themselves in, even though it's an online environment, with a community of people that they generally wouldn't necessarily be able to to communicate with because of their whatever whatever their issue, so that got me kind of like interested in walking, you know going around and seeing and talking to other people, and I've been to board game conventions, I've been to a couple of like meetup like WoW convention uh, meetups, and just talking about people and just sharing experiences, and how much of a transformative effect, um, not necessarily the game. But the communities that grow up around the game, and it's one thing that I will always jump on top of the rooftops and crow. You know, it's not necessarily the game itself, but it's the community that grows around it. And um, you know, I do a lot of the stuff that I do. I'm, I won't necessarily say that it's not tr- totally altruistic. I would like to think so, not because it is nice to get the accolades. But a lot of the folks, a lot of your officers, a lot of the people who make AIE happen, whether it be in WoW, whether it be in Lotro, whether it be in EVE, whether it be on the forums or Nomads or, the, by extension, the Tadpool and the Extra Life and Frog Pants. It's all about the fact that we all have a place to hang out and talk shop, talk games. Um, you, you're all aware of the recent uh, kerfuffle that came out because of Gamergate, and I'm not going to necessarily mm-hmm. drag that particular term through here because we have better things to it, do. It's not, it's not worth our time. No. Yeah, no, but it's it's it it speaks to the transformative nature of video games, and that the fact that um, first of all the word gamer is not is gender neutral. There is no male, there is no female. It's gamer, video games. It is the common bond, the common experiences, the relationships that we build 
just because of these silly little video games. And many people would say, oh, it's they, 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 they poo-poo it. They're just like, oh, it's just a video game. It's just silly. It's not really, you know, it's, it has no consequence. You know, you can say the same thing about grabbing your morning cup of coffee. Um, uh-huh. it, it becomes a communal experience. Right, right. You know, um, very much so. You know, it's, it's part of your ritual. It's part of who you it, are. It you becomes know. who you are. Yeah. It represents, it's another facet of what makes you you. Exactly. And, yeah, and it's like, you know, and people need to see to realize this. Um, you know, I was, uh, I was playing, I got blank up to level uh, 100. And I've got uh, Mariana, who's actually my original, original main, um, uh, who's a uh, arms warrior up to 97. And I started doing the – I'm not going to give out too many spoilers because, yes, I know it's been a while. And, yeah, I go spoilers, but I'm not going to be that, that spoilery. Uh, I was running around in the Grand, and I got to the Garage Thrall cinematic side, thing. Mm-hmm. And I cried. I sat there and cried like an idiot. For right. ten minutes, and then I was just happened to have another guildie in, in channel, and I explained to that what happened. And he goes, "You cry too," <laughs> right. and they're like, "They're like, oh my god!" I mean, it's like I was all goosebumps. I'm goosebumpy right. now. Yeah, Look at I'm goosebumpy now. And it because was able emotionally to... invested. People are like, oh, it's just a game. Yeah, it is just a game, but at a certain point, we've been playing this for years. We're emotionally invested in this conflict. We have had a lot to do with it. And so, yeah, we're going to get an emotional response. I mean, it, it's the it's the funny thing of, like, we're not just – we're not passengers on a train. Mm-hmm. We, we we're, are we're we're part it. of – yeah, we're part of the story. And I have to give kudos for Blizzard because – they have finally been able to do something that no one else has been done. We are, like you mentioned, Aludra, so invested in this game emotionally. We are now part of that story. Yeah. The way mm-hmm. the way garrisons work. I have, you know, the, the, the when you're in your garrison and you get a, a invaded for the first time, mm-hmm. and you're running around trying to force uh, force them out, and I lost an NPC. And, and it's just an NPC who was running around. He was a guy. Nameless, who was there, never. Nameless yeah. MCC. I sat there and got so enraged. What just happened? I'm like, I am getting super upset, pissed off, because you killed one of my guys, mm-hmm. and he's an NPC. Mine are pandas now, so I'm even more... Non-player yeah. character, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, who? what game does that? Mm-hmm. You know... My big moment uh, happened last expansion was the worst one for me when the Jade Statue Dragon. <laughs> I was oh, upset Lord. for like yes. the rest of the day. I was so upset. It's like, but Blizzard, you... what did you do to me? Uh, exactly, no, but, but exactly. See... Because we yeah. were, we're such a big part of the story now. We, we know these characters' lives. They're kind of our friends now. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then and you it... see them do something so terrible. And you feel betrayed. And what happened with that jade statue? I was so upset. I was like, we can't yeah. be doing this. Right. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're, we're not really bad guys. But right now, it kind of feels no, like we're No, I'm like, It's like we've I'm done so much. I'm going to log off and walk away. I'm like, I'm a dick. No, it's like we, we have <laughs> oh, done so Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, we have some, some, done some abominable things, but we've done some great things. And the whole thing, the story in the game has become been transformed and has become part of that communal spirit with the rest of the folks that we can sit there and talk about it. 
Um, another example, uh, Frostfire Ridge. You know, no big deal. It's running around the sand. You know, in, in, the, in the in the sand, in the in the in the snow and ice. And oh man! There and uh, you'll know when when I say this. There's a segment of music, the piano. Mm-hmm. It sits there and resonates, and it's just very simple. Dun dun dun. I sat there with my hands to my mouth, going, "Damn it, Russell, you've done it again." <laughs> Right. Yeah, I have name, not name something freaking uh frost. You get caught up in the frost fire, and then I have that old commercial jingle stuck in my head, which, which really upset uh, me because Russell's music's so much better than that stupid game jingle. And and you see, like you're like on the verge of tears right now, right, Olivia? You're like all like super emotional oh, over that. Yeah, this is freaking... upsetting. Why are we talking about? <laughs> but no, but you see how we how we've integrated ourselves into this, and to, to me, this is how you know what I do. What I do, I do for 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 the for the guild, and what I'm doing, what I do in the future, I do for the guild as well. Um, you know, it's 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 what's best for the entire community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's like I'm getting all McClemped again. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this to me, people? Why? Oh, I know. Well, the know, writing is just so fantastic. I mean, so, I've been I've been upset by uh, cutscenes. I've been cheering for cutscenes. Um, the one really, over... really torqued by cutscenes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah, going I mean, to the uh, the ending of Shatrath. Mm-hmm. You know that whole fight on the boat. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Especially oh my gosh. Paladin like, killed. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. That the uh, the first time. Oh, when you're back into um, oh, you know, the area that was Manitoum, um, Manitoums, they made up Manitoums and it made um, uh, Akindun. I'm sitting there as a paladin killing other paladins, right? First time I ran that, I'm like, (laughs) what. Oh, what am I doing? What do I do? I am killing my own. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm a blood elf, but th- these are other paladins. Why am I getting so emotionally worked up on killing? It's, it's just like kudos, Blizzard. Kudos. But that's why. That's why this game's been around ten years. Where other games haven't, because not only is it so immersive, but you're you're so your character, you know them so well in and out. That something like this is going to affect you. Not to mention, you know, <coughs> the community that we have, but just the community that the game that we're lucky enough to have. So I, I made myself a promise, and I'm going to make it make it so. Is that, um, you know. I'm going to start raiding again, but very, very casually. And I'm reaching deep into my way back bag. And I'm going to attempt to resurrect one of the greatest, most epic raid teams that has ever inflicted its brand of madness to AIE. So, yes, I'm going to resurrect Drunk With Power. And it will be Oh, I don't know what you're doing, you know. Over your weekends and stuff. I mean, I've seen you, Guildmaster. We all know that's a good description. <laughs> so, so DWP will be coming back. It'll be. It's gonna. And I, this is where a few times where I actually will take advantage of my GM position to pimp a, a particular raid team. But this is going to be super, super casual rating uh, rating team. One hundred fifty percent more Gwen Stefani. 
if you were in there, you right. understand why. Um, no dubstep. No okay. dubstep. No. Um, and, you know, the reason this is so emotional for me is that this was my first real introduction to rating in WoW. And, and it, it was the um, DWP 10-man when we were doing um, – um, oh, I'm blanking right now. We were doing um, uh, the place where what's his face uh, lived, the greatest ten man rating entrance in all of raid of AI well Wild History, which I've completely totally forgot now. Um, mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, Burning Crusade, introductory raid. Kara. Uh, Kara Zen. And, that, is um, that is a great raid. That and, is a wonderful uh, raid. The music there is, is badass too. Oh my god! So, yes. So that whole environment was great. The music was great, but. The people. That's where I met Tark. That's where I met Molson. It was where I met Sigurn. I used to raid with um, with um, uh, with Parlet there. Uh, you know, really, really good times. And uh, I I was been casually mentioning this in in uh, in Mumble on Mumble and in the game. And I've been getting pings from a lot of these gentlemen who I haven't necessarily heard from them in years, saying you're you're starting DWP back again. Goes yes, time and place, my friend. I'm there. So I haven't talked Aww, to these guys. you're, you're like, getting the band back together. I know That's I'm so getting cute. the band back together. So it's like that was a great, great, great feeling. Oh, I'm sure it was. There's nothing like, you know, getting to getting into a raid with your friends. I mean, that's what I got on my raid yeah. team right now. I yeah. raid with just friends and it is yeah. the best experience. That is that is Most probably nights, the way. Yes. Yeah, that's how it's how raids should be. Mm -hmm. yeah. It really is. So, so between that and now the guild anniversary coming along, because I can sit here and talk about the uh, you know I babies moment and the great uh, first great guild sundering and then reforming and stuff like that, sitting around ch sharing the stories amongst ourselves, but also for the newer members of the guild who don't necessarily know this history. This right, is a great right. time for them to sit there and kind of actually sit there and reflect of how well storied AIE is as a community. Because I remember the time when we were the young whippersnapper, and, and everyone blamed uh, the ills of the game and the server on us. Right. Well, and I mean, and now we're the old man in the server. Yeah, and also, you know, a lot of communities have come about since <clears throat> we're formed, and we're kind of one of the models for that type yeah. of for the type of gaming community, not just in mm -hmm. WoW, but. And how many, you know, how mm -hmm. many other games, both on uh, that that's directly associated with us, or groups have spun out from us who are now have their own very large communities. That's which is really, wonderful. Really you know, people also says, "Aren't you like jealous or upset?" It's like, what are you talking about? The Why? model works. The yeah. model works. We were just people are just seeing the best from us and transferring it somewhere else. Yeah, and people, you know, people are gamers. We want a game with friends. Mm -hmm. That goes exactly. So, so there's there's so there's that aspect. The other aspect is um, well, just so you know, I'll be planning another, uh, attempting to plan another um, Southern California AIE meetup, uh, probably in late March, uh, early April. Uh, so I want to see if I can really get a lot of people to show up. Uh, so I'll be uh, waving the flag, letting anyone know, hey, come over, come talk. Whether it be in WoW or this game or that game, heck, it can be Tiddlywinks. Come and join us. And we have talk. a Tiddlywinks guild. Give it a give it a moment. Give it okay, time, awesome. and we probably will. Okay so, then. So um, the other thing that I want to touch upon is, geez, you know, up, up, 
uh, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of kind of like, you know, hand-wringing and kind of like downtrodden about WoW and it being old and no one playing it. And it's, oh, it's it's where all the casuals go or it's it's going to die. To eat, you know, WoW is dying. And Why is it dying? The numbers are still there, 10,000 strong. And that's what I was million. saying. 10 million strong. So... Um, he does numbers. It's it's the fact that WoW continues to be, and for at least the midterm, is the preeminent MMO on the market. And it's 10 years now. It ain't going nowhere. Um, there's only one other game, or a few other games that have been around as long, but don't have the same popularity. And there was a, like I said, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's the end of WoW, it's going to go away. And it comes roaring right, right back. back. And, you know, it's, it's great. Like I said, I've already mentioned it before, but being able to see not one or two, but tens and twenties and hundreds of people that I used to play with and know of and used to interact on a regular basis when I'm able to actually in-game sit there and talk to them. There's been times like, like, the, and, uh, like the last time I played was like um, January 5th or 6th. I sat there in my garrison fielding uh, whisper after whisper after whisper from someone who hasn't I hadn't talked to in months or years. And that was a great feeling. And someone said, oh, are you going to go run an, in, uh, um, an instance and go run a heroic? Because I'm now you know, trying to gear through the heroics to get into, into raiding. And it's like I just blew three hours talking to people that I haven't talked to in years. That's not blowing three hours, dude. That, no, uh, well, they see it as blowing through hours. I see it as like getting reacquainted I, with all my friends. It's coming home. Yeah, yeah, it's coming home. So, so yeah, so that's been great. And also talking to a few of them on Mumble is great. Though there, there's a lot of them are still trying to figure out the Mumble thing because they're still thinking, "Hey, what happened to Vet?" I'm like, right. "Oh, dude, whoa, on. It's like it hasn't been around for like almost a year. A while." Now. Right. Yeah. So, and, and just since you bring it up, Link, there's uh, a Shio put together a really good tutorial up on our wiki with screenshots and everything, and he just added a couple adjustments to it for people that were getting the um, like invalid or bad certificate <laughs> and what that actually means. So, awesome. if you are having trouble with Mumble, please go to the wiki and look up the Mumble tutorial. It's really well done and will help solve a lot of the problems. Absolutely. So now we get to the big like thing I've been kind of dancing around with. So um, I'm going to grad school. So Yay! what does this? So what does this mean for Wow and Lang? Yes. What does this mean? We are all very curious. So um, not to dump more stuff onto them, but I am going to be transferring even more responsibility onto Ash and Tetsemi. That's two great guys to do that to, though. They... I know. I love them. All, all thing, things aside, uh, my beloved co-host, um, you know, he has a good head on his shoulders. And, you know, Ash, hey, yeah, what can he do? So uh, I'd still be affected, like like mentioned. And we already kind of started this, like, l- you know, late last year about mm-hmm. transferring and kind of delegating more of the stuff that I do. Uh, so just that means it's just going to be a little bit more. Uh, hey. there'll be, I'm sorry, go ahead. Does this mean that Ted's going to get a raise? He will get a 100% raise of nothing. Yes! More in-game dresses because that is 100% of zero is, well, let me carry the one, zero. Zero. So, <laughs> so there'll be some Still further zero. changes. You say you're bad with numbers. Yeah, there'll be some <laughs> right. further 
there'll be some further changes, and we'll be communicating those as they come along. Uh, we want to make sure that the you know the 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 fantastic guild experience that you've been accustomed to and grown you know you know very protective of stays the way it is. Um, and you know and, and to much uh, to Aluda's annoyance, uh, more Eve Online. Kidding, just kidding. I don't care. It's your time, not mine. Sorry, not sorry. If you enjoy spreadsheets that much, yeah. So no, and and it's a like go- even- it's a game where you literally clock in, guys. Seriously, it's, no, it's and no, and actually, and actually, the guys over there, I, I, I kid, uh, Hoots and the guys there have been doing a great job, and even yeah. I've been, I've been getting the the whispers from them going, "Come back, please, come back." It's like, sorry, dude, I'm I'm filling out my FAFSA. I'm 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 writing like a three thousand word personal statement to go process to these people. Wow. Uh, you know you know it's like I've been studying for like GRE. It, it's it's that's what I've been doing. You I'm still logging in and mumble and talking to a lot of folks, but I've been kind of busy with other stuff and researching. So I'm not really going away. It's like I'm going away, but not really going away. Right, just, right. I just, On the internet, can you ever really be away? No. Well, no. no. Not with the advent of smartphones. No, because because Blizzard still hasn't created the invisible mode for Battle.net chat. Get on that. Uh, oh, oh, that would be amazing. So no, not to pimp a particular uh, uh, technology, but uh, so to, to, to kind of let people peek into the behind the behind the curtain is uh, the um, AIE the officers have been adopting a new technology, well, newish, named Slack, and we've been using that a lot for like. Uh, back channel in behind the scenes communication, not as a replacement to our internal officer forms, but as a way to more quickly respond to the needs of the different games and what's going on. And between Slack and the conversations going on there and on Jabber, my phone can't make it past ten thirty in the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's like the, it, the the alarm goes off at five thirty at my house and my wife walks over to where I have my phone. Grabs my phone, walks it over, dumps it next to me. Make it stop buzzing. Make huh? it stop buzzing. Make it stop buzzing. I put it in my pocket, and it's all nice and warm in there because it never ever shuts off. Right. <laughs> hey, Lank. You, you need one of these. It's called the. Jogger. I know. <laughs> what I need. What I need to ever? do is have like a like a like a plug to like, you know follow me around. I need like a like a battery backpack to plug right. in my phone and dude, they're and only like three. Is big for a charger. Like, <laughs> no, you don't understand, Aludra. Even with one of those, I barely make it past noon. <laughs> you have three charges in it. <laughs> I know. It's just like, oh my god. It's like I've, you know, I have one of those plans where I got thousands and thousands of minutes and like three gigabytes of data. I, uh, I'll tell you right now, I make no phone calls now, none at all. It's like you use total minutes used is like ten. But I burn through it's my data usage. Data I burn through my data plan in a week, and it's like I need Wi-Fi. I need Wi-Fi. I need Wi-Fi. Right. I need Wi-Fi. It's like my wife goes, "You never truly are away from the guild, are you?" Nope. Nope. It's part of me. It's it's like it's as close to me as my left my left arm. It's just I, wherever I go, it's there. Ten minute warning. Ah. <laughs> uh, See, and there I go, blabbering off and like bringing you to the end of your of, of the time. Jeez, you think I learned my mo- you know my my lesson no. now? Like, 
be succinct and to the point, but no, that's, that, not that's why Lank, we love you so much. But that's why you're invited on like every six months. Cause if not, <laughs> it'd be two hour podcast. Cause Lank showed, you know, cause Lank came oh, on, God. you know, it's like, I'm, I've become this weird encyclopedic, like, like I, I, it's funny. Cause what started off as a casual hobby video game is mm-hmm. becomes so a part of me to the point where for my spare time, I'm researching like, like gaming financials. Mm-hmm. You'll never get me off of Forbes Gaming, Polygon, um, whatever other gaming thing that like covers the industry. I'm reading about it. Even academic papers, I'm reading about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm reading right now about how how um, how uh, incredibly cohesive and therapeutic online communities have become, and it's a big deal in my and and where I study and that the fact field. that. Uh, a lot of psychologists and sociologists don't see what's called CMC, computer-mediated communities, as a valid replacement for real-life communities. And I sit there, and I'm, like, whipping out my hand saying, you are so freaking wrong. You don't understand it. You don't get it. I think, well, everybody, everybody, you know, all of us here have experienced – life-changing friendships because of this community and sometimes it's people that you've never seen or you maybe spend a weekend with a year Mm -hmm. sometimes it's people that you've got to know through game that end up becoming part of your personal inner circle you know we've had friends that have moved here because we knew them through game we've had friends that we met that are local because of game Mm -hmm. um and it's it is a community. That's the best word for it. It's mm-hmm. virtual, but it's not. No, it, because it's, these are our people. This is our tribe. Yeah, it's it's it's. There's a, a common term, and I'll and I'll borrow a line from a fellow by the name of Alex Jean Turco, also known as the Matani from Eve, where he goes, "I do what I do, and I will sacrifice blood and bone for my space tribe." And mm-hmm. I found myself doing very much the same, sacrificing peace of mind and sanity for my video mm-hmm. game tribe. Piece of your insanity or sanity? Both. <laughs> right. I was going to say, was there anything else you wanted to finish up with? I am good for now. Uh, if I'll think right. of something, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. And I think that's our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Lank. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We love having you on. Anytime. You always guys. awesome to have Anytime. you on, boss. It's- as much as we give you a bad time, really, it's always awesome to have you here. You know, you know I wouldn't do this if I didn't love it. And you know, I know. that I love it. Very much so. Um, like, so where can people find you and your inanities and insanities and all of the wonderfulness that is Lanktheris? So primary way to do it is through Twitter at, at Lanktheris. Uh, you can find me and the rest of these space uh, psychopaths in AIU mm-hmm. and Eve at capstable.net. And in uh, various other places on the internet, uh, even on if you are a, if you're a, fr- a frequent user of Flipboard, you'll see me that I, I I kind of register a lot of the topics and stories that I'm reading on Flipboard. So if you want to go ahead and follow me there, you can do a search for like Theris there, or just send me a, a DM or a, or a, hey look at me on Twitter and I'll send you an invite. So you got I kind of got to see what I'm kind of reading about, and you get the general idea of where the, the madness is leading. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, uh, if you have a question or a comment about our show, you guys can email us at AIE, or sorry, I can't read, at 
podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us at Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. The fabulous Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger, and I am at Cyberwave. We record live with video every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we have received this week, including Ask Ms. Mulgra, Epic Diapers, Overly Dramatic News, and Ask Ms. Magus, Magus, I was totally, uh, I had that. I, I don't know. I just stumbled <laughs> and okay. tripped at the finish okay. line. Podcast segments are hard. Next yeah, they week, are. we'll be talking to some very special guests for AIE's eighth anniversary. So until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. This is Aludra. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Blizzard hears the siren call of social media. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. Although our time in Azeroth has paralleled the rise of social media, the two have remained largely separate realms. That is about to change, however, with the news that WoW will soon allow adventurers to tweet their accomplishments. But rumors are now afoot that Blizzard is planning on creating their own social media networks, the better to keep players from looking elsewhere for their camaraderie fix. The first indication of this was the revelation that a selfie camera will be included in the upcoming patch. As the data miners poured through this patch, they uncovered references to several previously unknown destinations for those selfies. For example, if you take a picture of a boss wipe, you will be able to post it to the commiseration site Instaware. On PvP realms, the selfie camera will automatically record the last six seconds before you get ganked, which can then be uploaded to www.qq.com, a site to be known as Wine. The final site is for selfies of raid teams standing over their boss kills with comments on boss strategies. The name of this one-stop how-to shop? www.deadit.com Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Epic Diapers. If you're an altaholic like me or you plan on leveling several tunes to 100, I've got a few tips for you that can make your overall leveling process faster and it's a way to manufacture more materials and gear for all of your tunes. If you have several tunes at level 90 Gathering Dust, may I suggest leveling each one of them until they establish their garrison. Typically, this takes only about an hour or so to do, but once that garrison is built, resources start accumulating at about 500 every three and a half days. Now, you can simply log in every three days to collect your resources, and when you're ready to take that tune to 100, you'll be swimming in them, which will enable you to send more followers on missions, construct buildings faster, and even buy that 20% experience buff potion from your garrison innkeeper to save hours of leveling time. Now, if you have an extra hour or two to spend with each alt that has already established their garrison, may I recommend that you select a crafting profession and complete that initial quest line in Frostfire Ridge to get that level 1 blueprint. Now you can build your tailoring emporium, forge, or whatever you need match for. 
My level 91 warlock has already created enough hex weave cloth for a level 640 chest, and I plan on creating the legs and helm to wear to make his eventual leveling process even faster. My lock also has four followers, all at level 100. Often the player experience quests come up, and I've gained almost a full level on my lock by just completing those missions with the experience potion buff active. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers or check out my blog at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Thrum-ka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgrath, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what kind of condolences should I offer for my cousin who was killed in a training dummy accident? Condolences are an important way to comfort the families of our brave horde members gloriously felled in battle with the... Wait a minute. Your cousin was killed by a training dummy? How is that even possible? All right, very funny. Who sent me this question? Is this another advice giver's quality control check? I mean, really. What? This really happened? Very well. Uh, if you must console... (laughs) When someone is killed... (laughs) By a... (laughs) By by a turning dummy... Oh boy! Oh, this is a good one. Just call them a noob and rage quit the funeral. (laughs) I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. (laughs) Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Welcome. This is Dedarin. For this week's Ask Amagus, I would like to address a controversy ahead of this year's uh, Super Punt 2015. Yes, I mean Deflategate. The accusation of deflated gnomes during the last championship game. We here at the Gnome Punting League are investigating every little bit of evidence. Although it is at the convenience of our couch, while we're watching Dr. What and counting all the money that's coming in from Super Punt. But I assure you, we will get to the bottom of this sometime this year and deal with things at an appropriate level. I hope everybody here has patience and have a fun Super Punt. Thank you for listening. Druidic confusion leads to heartbreaking arena defeat. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Hybrid classes present many interesting choices, but sometimes too much choice can lead to unfortunate consequences. A case in point came this past Sunday in the Grand's Ring of Blood, where a promising druid chose poorly and paid the ultimate price. The night elf druid had made a reputation for himself as a jack-of-all-trades, equally comfortable in the different forms available to him. He even chose an arena name that reflected his penchant for shape-shifting multiple times during battles. So when he stepped into the arena to face the reigning Ogre League champion, everyone expected a great fight. And what a battle it was! The initiative surged back and forth multiple times, but at last it looked like the Ogre was done for. All a druid had to do was switch to bear form and charge, and the match would be over. 
But inexplicably, the druid changed instead into a moonkin and started casting a wrath spell. The ogre used the casting time to get a mighty swing in with his war club, and sadly all that was left of the druid was moonkin cutlets. Arena commentators were mystified as to why the elf did not use beast mode, but suspect a fatigue-induced lapse of judgment. And so, sadly, ends the career of the multi-spec druid, Bear Owl Treehawk. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.